Hey guys, welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This Podcast. This week, Zach's a floating eyeball monster, and I'm a weather god with a sick ponytail and sideburns. Because we're watching Big Trouble in Little China. Old Jack always says, what the hell? What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This Podcast. If you have not heard us before, welcome to the Why Are We Watching This Podcast. I am one of two hosts here. I'm Sean. And I'm Zach. God. <laughs> busy B. Ooh, I have been busy. Uh, you have been busy. Yeah. Um, so this is, uh... We're doing Big Trouble in Little China. This John Carpenter movie. This movie's PG-13. Dude, yeah, take your little brother. It has one hour, 39-minute runtime. It had, uh... This came out in 1986. It had a budget of between 19 and $25 million. $6 million, you know, somewhere in there. Yeah. I love the idea of $6 million just kind of going missing and someone being like, eh, right on the movie. They're like, it's a lot of money, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. How much do you think this movie made in the box office? At least what it costs. So, this movie made $11.1 million in the box office. Not even half of what it was Ooch. spent to make it. Well, it's because um, they had to ditch a whole movie, right? I don't know. Oh. Do you know something about this movie? Oh, I, I don't, don't know, know shit Jack? about... No, I don't know no, shit. I, I, don't I thought know. that's what you were saying. As a matter of fact, there was actually something I forgot to look up. I'm uneducated. Um, regardless. So this movie, um, just quickly, there's an imbalance of positive and negative energy in Chinatown. Lone trucker Jack Burton stops in to visit with an old friend, Wang. When Jack wins more than Wang has to offer, Wang convinces Jack to follow him to get the rest of the money and his fiancée, Yao Yin, whom is arriving at the airport. Things go awry when a Chinese gang kidnap Yao Yin. Jack and Wang are subject to Chinese gang wars, which introduce them to Lo Pan and his three protectors, Rain, Thunder, and Lightning. When Jack and Wang discover Lo Pan's mysterious connection to the kidnapping of Yao Yin, they go on a search and rescue mission to save her. Things slowly reveal themselves to be much stranger and bigger than they ever appeared to be. Okay, is it is it Wayne or is it Wang? It's Wang. Oh shit! I thought it was Wayne, like Bruce Wayne. Oh no, it's definitely Wang. Oh okay, so and it's it's Low Pan. Low Pan is the bad Not guy. Not Low Main. Did I say Low Main? No, I'm saying Low Main. Okay, it's Low Pan. It's Low Pan. Low Main is and delicious. Y- and yin Yang. Low Pan is devious. Uh, so that's right. There's true. the difference. And Yin Yang. Uh, Yao Yin. Yao Yin is the fiance. Although she has a whole whopping zero lines in this movie, so yeah, it's alright. Um, and then we also have she Egg Shen. She. Egg Shen is the, uh, the yeah, bus driver. Egg Shen, dude. He also apparently the dude owns from the whole block. It is the dude from um, Tremors. It's Wong or whatever? It is Wong. And that kind of reminded me that I want to watch Tremors again. <laughs> Tremors is a fucking classic. That's like a, dude, that's a childhood like horror movie for me. Um, Although it's a same. sci-fi. And it was on TV but, a lot. Yeah, and I'd watch it every time. When it came on TNT. TNT and USA. And Spike. Damn, it was on all three <laughs> No, shows. I don't know if it was on Spike. Um, I'm just kind of roping I, it in there because Spike's kind of like that. I bet you it it's was like, on... like, we're the edgier version of these channels. Uh, it was on the <laughs> the History Channel. What was the comedy channel that used to... Uh, comedy man, Central? I'm trying to remember. No, 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 no. It was like, like movies, like uh, family comedy movies, but it was like... Not necessarily family-based movies. There'd be action movies and stuff too. It was it was TBS? channel fifty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TBS. Yeah, TBS is TBS still is a thing. Cool. I watched um, Blast from the Past for the first time on TBS. And nice. That movie's pretty damn good. With uh, Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser, Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. He's like um, he's like uh, crap or whatever. He's like oh, pardon my French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I so probably butchered that line, but whatever. Egg Shen is played by Victor Wong. Yep. Um, which oh. he's great. His actual name is Wong. His actual name is. Oh, Wong. that's awesome. Um, Dude, you can't go Wong. So with Wong. Our main character in this movie is uh, Jack Burton, who is played by the amazing Kurt Russell. Yeah. Who is like fucking amazing. 
I watched this movie when I was like... <laughs> is he, though? What are you talking... Okay, no, 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 I meant Kurt Russell. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm saying Kurt Russell's amazing. Yeah. Um, no, he is. Because I understand exactly what you're saying. Uh, something that I didn't... Okay, something that I thought when this movie started, because the introduction of this movie is the sort of... Um, the interview with the lawyer... And, and uh, Egg Shen shows the lawyer, like, the little bit of magic, and he's trying to explain that Jack Burton is this hero. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. We'll talk about that, but the, that scene specifically. But, so when that electricity hits in that scene, I immediately was like, man, I want to watch Highlander. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would rather watch yeah, Highlander? No, it just made me kind You're of like, want to oh, watch Oh, shit, it. you know what's another good movie with, like, that's old with cool lightning shit in it? Well, Highlander. Well, it's funny because... Uh, uh, but Kurt Russell actually turned down the the role of Connor McCloud to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's hard because I would have loved a Kurt Russell. Although dude, I not don't know. as like an Irish dude. Well, well, he was gonna be Connor. So I mean, but okay, so, but so yeah, it but been. but it look. I, I just want the. I just want fucking Jack in uh, in Highlander. That's what see that would be pretty fun. There you go. I mean, that's honestly, a movie right there. Um. Well, what the hell? Guess I'll chop your fucking head off. So something you you kind of addressed there was Jack Burton <laughs> is not necessarily the hero in this movie. the whole, The whole idea is he's actually kind of the sidekick. Yeah, he kind of is, huh? Because um, because Wayne's the one that starts kicking everyone's ass. Well, and Jack gets like two kills in the whole movie, and it's it's the very last person after Wayne's like beat the fuck out of everybody, and he'll yeah. get like a, he'll get like six shots in on one guy, <laughs> like as though he did something. He got like blasts the yeah. gun everywhere too. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So J- John Carpenter wrote this movie that way intentionally because yeah. he wanted he basically wanted to do a reverse of the Western stereotype of the white guy with the um, the foreign sidekick. So he said, okay, well, I'm just going to have this kind of pompous, bumbling white guy who doesn't really get a lot done in his sidekick. My truck! His foreign sidekick is actually going to be the hero. Um, The studio... Yeah, he always makes it out to be like Jack is the hero. Right. It's like, what? But he doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Yeah. He he does a couple times, but really he doesn't get a lot done. But one of my favorite scenes is... uh, when he gets the the boot knife, he like pushes it up and then he yeah. stabs the guy in the chest. And then he gets stuck with the guy on top of him yeah. through the, like most of the fight. I was yeah. like, that's so funny. Like, <laughs> hey, he got the one. No, definitely. Um, but I I always also thought it was really good that like when him and Wang are like tied up and stuff, he's the one that like breaks totally, free. Totally, it, which is awesome, and that's why I say he's not completely useless. Yeah, but he's definitely not necessarily. He's the just hero. like you also have to understand this dude's like a trucker. Absolutely. He's not used to being in fucking scenarios like this, so right. he probably would be, like, shaky, even being, like, uh, the muscle-bound dude he, that he is. Right. Well, and he even thinks that, like, everything that's going on around them for a while is, like, fake. He yeah. calls it wire work, and yeah. so, like, he's like, oh, this is all not real. Um, well, so the studio didn't get that that was what John Carpenter was doing, <laughs> and that's why we get the introduction scene where, where Egg Shen calls oh. Jack the hero. Hmm. Because they wanted that scene, or the studio wanted the audience to feel like Jack was the hero in the movie. <laughs> Damn. And so it was addressed that way. And this movie um, is actually kind of why John Carpenter stopped working with studios. Oh, okay. He started doing more low-budget independent movies after this, um, and that's where we get like They Live, mm. which I love. They Live, and I'm not mad about him making that movie because. Yeah, it's low budget, but it's still like a really creative. It's a creative script, and it's still like fun. It's still a fun watch. It's got Rowdy Roddy Piper in it, and like he's yeah. Awesome. I don't think I've seen that. Um, I don't necessarily think you have either, because that's one I feel like I probably would have showed you. But we may do that. I mean, we'll probably do that one in the future. That's a fun movie, and I mean, I'm gonna get it out of the way, like. This is a really fun movie that we... Yeah, yeah, I love this movie. Uh, y- y- y'all right now. I mean, I, I saw this movie for the first time when I was, like, 11. I saw this movie for the first time, like, two years ago. Really? Something like that. Wow. Well, it's funny, because as a kid, I didn't really get anything that was happening in this movie. Yeah, this just like, oh, this is an action movie. This oh, one's cool. pretty convoluted. Yeah. You know, as a kid, it was kind of, like, hard Dude, to it's follow. Even, it's even hard to follow for me now, because <laughs> I definitely... I, like, get kind of lost, and I'm like, what's going on? Well, there's a lot of, like... Well, we'll get into it, but there's a lot of, like, um, sort of almost 
B scenes where it's not necessarily there's shit, a lot of weird at the same cuts. Time, I feel like it's him trying to be like. I don't know. It's weird because it feels like John Carpenter's perspective on Eastern culture, which is kind of like, well, you're not. What do you know about Eastern culture? Like you don't even. Yeah. You know, so that's why some of it. It feels like that's what he's trying to do, but it doesn't feel necessarily effective. I wouldn't say that it is by any means to the like detriment of the movie. Well, it's so extreme too because they're literally like in San Francisco, right? And they're acting like, which they kind of make. Maybe that's the point. Is that um. Egg Shen. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, China's in the heart. Yeah, he says, where I He's go. Like, where I go. She goes. She goes, or whatever. Yeah. Which I thought was, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, yeah. I feel like people don't think about that, really. I, um, I really liked, the, like, his philosophy as a character in this movie. Yeah, he was he was pretty good, even though he was kind of crazy. He basically made them, like, drink, like, ayahuasca or something. Well, here's the thing is he's crazy. I feel invincible. <laughs> he's crazy, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, maybe he's not crazy. He's just kind of been around for a long time, and maybe he just yeah, kind of understands the world in a way that we don't. Yeah. Which kind of reveals itself to be true throughout the movie. When they go underneath Chinatown, and it's like this kind of wonderland, and yeah. the, the steam underneath him, he says it's the lifeblood of the earth. Yeah, he says, oh, I thought he called it black blood of the earth. Oh, and he says, don't you mean oil? No, so that's he says lifeblood of the earth, and then Jack says, "Don't you mean oil?" That's kind of a joke on the whole idea of like oil, the black gold, like yeah, black okay. gold rain. Well, yeah. I th- I figured it's still the same thing, but I right. thought he did say black blood of, of oh, earth. I see. Um, like his character's really kind of like I don't know. He's the narrator, but at the same time, he's in the movie and he's not narrating. <laughs> he's kind of like. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but he's like a really interesting. Who is Oh, okay. Because yeah. he is sort of the narrator. He is kind of, like, guiding the audience through what is happening in, like, the mystical aspect of the movie. But it's never in a, like, fourth wall-breaking way. It's just a part... It's, like, exposition. Because Jack is kind of the audience being like, what is happening right now? Well, yeah, exactly. Um, And I also love that, like, Little China is made to feel huge in yeah. this movie. Like... One of my favorite scenes, like comedic scenes, in my opinion, in this movie is the the semi truck creeping through the alley. Yeah, because I'm like that is so absurd, but at the <laughs> same time, it's like okay, I get what you're saying. Like little China is supposed to feel like real China, but just compacted down somehow. Yeah, uh, and it does because then they're attacked by like six gang, or not they're not attacked, but they're in the middle like crossfire of like a six gang gang war. <laughs> like yeah. Um, I love the the mystical stuff that happens. So, um, we get like Deus Ex uh, Raiden triplets that you, come in. You use that way too much. Oh yeah, well, uh, <laughs> it works because they just appear. That's all that I mean by that. Because they're gods. Well, here's here's what I'm getting at with this. These three characters actually inspired Raiden. Oh, absolutely. They look like are cited as the inspiration yeah. for Raiden. Well, in was uh, so was Jack uh, sp- supposed to be Johnny Cage? Um, I actually no. Johnny Cage is based on Tom Cruise. What? Yeah. Okay, I see it. Yeah. Well, then why the fuck did they want? Okay, I guess that has nothing. I think to it was just it. the mystical aspect of what they were going like. Oh, these cool like thunder characters or light like ultimately Raiden is thunder lightning rain everything. Yeah, in he's, that, but, well, but these three characters are three separate characters that all have like a different aspect of the power, which was also very cool. Oh, I liked it. I just wish they didn't all have the same like hats because their outfits were definitely different. Right. Although I did like seeing them outside of their outfits. Because they all dressed very differently. Like, they all had suits oh, on, when but they, they were, were like, very different. Supposed to look like dudes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very cool. And we're talking about Thunder, Rain, and Lightning. Yeah. Those are these three characters. Do you know which character from the Mortal Kombat franchise that Lopan inspired? Uh, is it Chang uh, Sung? Chang Sung, it is. Oh, Shang Sung. Yeah, My bad. Yeah. Um, and Lopan is played by James Hong. I don't think we've said that Yes. Yet. But he is so fucking good in this movie. Dude, he is. Because he kind of plays a dual role. He plays, like, old man um, Lopan, David Lopan. Yeah. But then he also plays the, like, sorcerer Lopan. Yeah. And they're two well, very they're... different physical characters. But they're one in the same. Right. But physic- they're, he's playing two physical roles, though. Two different physical roles. Right. And... He kills it as both of them. Yeah. Because the old man, Lopan, is super believable. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Although he's terrifying. Well, and that's funny because I didn't really... Like, I didn't um, know who he was really until, like, newer movies where he is old. Right. Or at least older. But, man, they make him look really old. Well, they definitely, like, give him some, like... Like, it seems like... Yeah, they have, like, prosthetics he and makeup like, on him. He looked, like, terrifying. I was like... He looked oh, like he was, like, 2,000 years old. Yeah, he yeah. looked really, like, scary. But then I liked his sorcerer makeup, too, because it was very, like... Uh, comic booky, like I don't know how to, to explain it, but it was very comic booky. I loved that about it. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I'm like, dude, this movie's so cool. It really, like, it kind of is in that sense. Uh, the mystical stuff just like adds that cool, like, oh fuck, that's what this movie is. Like, you think it's gonna be just like a rumble in the Bronx kind of deal, which is still like a huge deal because that shit is right. nuts. Which is funny. I was gonna say this movie and Rumble in the Bronx. I watched at a pretty young age and like loved both of them for sure and it's so funny that I in my mind relate them because they're very different movies yeah like very different movies but it's it's because it's the amount of crazy shit that happens absolutely and the way that I think like the Chinatown is like portrayed how it's the made fucking so Lamborghini big. Katana I know you oh love that oh my god that dude that is so fucking this, cool this, what is it Sepico oh no Sepico's a suicide but he does the he does the like the kill so Jack Jack in the truck doing the like radio stuff is hilarious to me, and it made me just be like, I want Kurt Russell to have a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would listen to that shit all the fucking time. Dude, it would be so entertaining. Like, he, the shit that is coming out of his mouth makes like no sense, but you're just like, I follow, I guess. Like, <laughs> all right. Um, I love Kurt Russell. I, I couldn't help but laugh at Wang. When he kept saying that, like, nothing or double, Jack, nothing or double. And I was like, God, I hate it. I hate it because I've never heard it said that way. It's, oh, I've always heard double or nothing. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, God. And he, he says it, like, 30 times in that scene, dude. He just keeps saying it. I think I was, like, really confused about that because of that. I was like, what is he trying to say? I was like, okay, yeah, I know what you're saying. But then I'm like, why does that sound weird? Well, I think it's funny, too. That Nothing bet, or double. The bet is that he wants to cut a bottle in half with a knife. Like, that's so fucking funny to me. And then it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, and I love that he just goes, well, it always works at home. And <laughs> like, uh. Yeah. I love that line. But I also like that, that scene because it kind of, like, sets you up for Wang to maybe not be as, like, tough as he's trying to... Because he kind of is trying to come off tough with Jack. But then he does the thing and, like, fails. And then you're like, but oh. It, it seems like he what he's really doing is holding back. Because there's another fight where, like, he doesn't do that well, and then out of nowhere, he's, like, kicking everyone's ass. Well, that's what I mean. He, like, goes full Neo on him. I don't... Maybe that's what it is, is he is holding back. I just felt like maybe they were trying to subvert your expectations and make you feel like Jack's gonna be the hero, he's gonna be the hero, and then ultimately he's not. That's fucking Dragon Ball Z right there, dude. (laughs) Gohan is Jack, and Goku is fucking Wang, and it's like, oh, oh, you're the hero, but okay, but no! It's like, yeah, except for Dragon Ball's, like... You got six seasons of someone being like, Aah! before anything happens. That and is, like, way too fucking a- exaggerated. That's so, not acceptable. I'm just saying. Um, it's not, no, it's not six seasons of that. Yes, it's in like, all it's six three. seasons, but, uh, yeah, it's more, if you compact it all, it's probably, like, like more like two. I'm just saying. Uh, what did you think about the actor that played Wayne in this movie? It probably is more, actually, I'm not going to lie. Uh, what about that set? <laughs> How did you feel about the actor that plays Wang in this movie? Dude, I loved him, but he was also kind of like, uh, I think he was dubbed, wasn't he? Was I he? I don't think he was dubbed. Oh. I didn't, uh, see anything on that. I loved him in, like, his, I loved him later in the movie, but his early scenes where it's just dialogue between him and Jack. Yeah. I fucking hate his acting. <laughs> really? I was like, God, you just seem so fa-. Like... I guess the fact, too, that Kurt Russell is, like, playing this character that he's playing really well, and then you have this other character who's, like, kind of trying to match the energy, but he kind of can't, and I was kind of like, oh, man, that's a bummer. Uh, I just felt like that was the character. You know, I used to watch, like, the... I mean, this hardly has anything to do with... Actually, it does. I used to watch, like, you know, like, the old Godzilla movies, and, like, that's kind of how they were, you know, ish. This is on... That was honestly, like, way better than what that really is sure um but like i thought that was just kind of the character I, and i didn't have a problem with it really well, i didn't think it was bad i'm gonna tell you what i do have a problem with undeniably and it's not kim cattrall 
by the way. Really? <laughs> she it's looks not? great in this movie. Oh, yeah, she does. But oh. I do have a problem with her name being Gracie Law and that she's a lawyer. Yeah, that was really weird. I was like, come on, John. You're a better writer than this. There were some scenes, though, like early in, where I didn't think she was... Okay, actually, you know what? No, I'm going to drop the bomb here. She really wasn't that great in this movie. She's not. But she was great to look at. I do love... <laughs> I will say... <laughs> <laughs> you pig! No. Uh, I, I will say, uh, as much as she's kind of like unnecessary in this movie, I love her dynamic with Jack and how at the end he kind of is like... Oh no, we're not gonna be together. Like I'm kind of a lone wolf, and eventually, I yeah, always, I eventually, I, everybody like, kind of gets When he says eventually, uh, I rub everybody the wrong way, and so he's like, you know, maybe she says I'll see you later, and he says, uh, you never can tell. Yeah, which I was like, oh, I love that. Like it's just so cool. It's like so cool, dude. Yeah, and, then, and so like he's playing so hard to get. God, but, he is hard to get. But then it's like he's not playing though. That's just him, dude. He's just a fucking lone wolf, man. For That's sure. just him. I love that shit. Um, wings. He also kind of like leads her on though, and is like, maybe I should sell my truck and settle down. And yeah. Like, you know. That's he my does. Kurt Russell right there. He kind of does. That's my best Kurt Russell right there. It was dead, dead on. Um, thank you. Yao Yin, I don't have the actress's name, unfortunately, but... Oh, Yao Yin. She has green eyes, and that's a pinnacle aspect of the story, um, which, like, traditionally, Asians don't have green eyes. Yeah. And so that's kind of an interesting thing. In the so movie. was... Now, do you know... Was she wearing... Okay. Yeah. You can actually see, when they do a close-up at one point, you can see the brown on just around the iris, uh, so she does have darker eyes. But... It still looks pretty good. It looks damn good. Um, I think it, I feel like that looks honestly like yeah you could tell, but I feel like it looks pretty natural for the most part. And the Yao Yin character, she is beautiful. That is a stunning woman. That's all I'm gonna say. I she doesn't have any lines in the movie. I won't say anything about her acting. <laughs> I can't say anything about her acting because she doesn't really act in this movie. So she like she turns Kurt Russell down immediately when they're like meet Kim Cattrall. Which I wish, here's the thing, I wish her character would have stuck with that through most of the movie. And then, because, like, then out of nowhere, she's like, where's Jack, where's Jack? And then she's still, like, trying to do that, but she's like, oh, Jack. Well, but, and it's funny, because, like, she, she insults him. She is like, uh, what does she say? She's like, well, I'm not really uh, interested in someone in your position. And he goes, what position is that? And yeah. she's like, well, you haven't, you haven't stood downwind from you, or you haven't stood where I am downwind from you, or something along the lines. <laughs> And all I could think was, He's bitch, you'd be ass. lucky to stand downwind on a hot August fucking summer night from Kurt Russell, bitch. So this this is actually in the continuity where we would actually get the Chinese gang war during the funeral. Um, which is kind of like a weird detail that is kind of glossed over. That there was a funeral happening there. Yeah. And then a fight breaks out. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's... I was like, oh, this is really interesting stuff. Like, I want to kind of see where they're going to go with this. And then it's like kind of not really talked about. Yeah. They, they kind of very quickly say like... He was a um, like a social leader that was probably executed by Lopan, but that's yeah. kind of it. Like that's all you get. I was like, oh okay, well fuck me for trying to be interested in the character. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that could have been pretty cool too. Now this gang war, I have never seen so many different types of fucking weapons in one scene in a movie. There's a dude with like a Tommy gun. There's all these different like uh, Eastern weapons, like uh, melee weapons, and then there's like. Handguns, uh, like grenades being fucking thrown at each other. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's also more facial trauma than I've ever fucking seen in one movie in this scene. Everybody's face is being thrown through something or into a brick. <laughs> I was just like, my god. Yeah, there are a lot of, uh, you're like, ooh, that probably hurt. <laughs> um, this is where we get Thunder, Rain, Lightning, and Lopan as well. Uh, I love that Jack just tries to run Lopan over. Like, I love that because I was like, yeah, in movies, people, when I'm watching, I'm always like, why don't you just fucking hit this person? Like, yeah. So he does. Like, he totally plays that role. And, <laughs> and he, he just, hits like, him, but then he also then, just kind of appears out of nowhere like he's fine. Which was an interesting thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of Because magic, bro. Yeah, because well, he's not, like, the physical form of Lopan. Oh, that's right. That's what it is. But they still, like, make it look like he gets hit by the well, truck. Well, he totally does. He totally looks like a, like, there was a prop that got hit by the truck. Yeah. Um, well, I guess just to make it it, like looks so close but yeah it's like yeah uh, well um we get uh, <laughs> we get a uh, scene where Jack's wearing like a silk robe 
And I was like, oh, hell yeah, but we don't get anything. Sorry, guys. I don't have any timestamps <laughs> for you. Um, <laughs> Massive dong. Which, this is where he also says, uh, he brings up the whole, like, ninjas fighting on wires thing. And yeah. Everybody keeps saying, like, oh, is this some sort of, like, magicians thinking it's, like, a performance? And yeah. Wang is, like, the whole time just keeps being, like, yeah, I mean, kind of. Like, he doesn't really know how to explain it to him. Yeah, it was kind of odd. It's, like... It was more like he was keep. I felt like he was keeping a secret, is what it was. It did seem that way, but like then Egg Shen shows up and just kind of spills the beans on him. Well, maybe that was the thing. Is that like, I don't know. Well, he does say that Egg Egg Shen owns like the whole block. Yeah. And so maybe he kind of feels like it's not his place to say anything. Yeah. Um, something like that. <laughs> this is also kind of where we get Gracie Law's like real introduction because she just fucking shows up. Yeah. Which is one of the things in the writing that I was like... Well, I had assumed that she knew them. Well, she does because Wang, when they first see her at the airport, Wang says, oh, no, she's trouble. Like, stay away from her. Oh. Huh. Because she's a lawyer. He says she's a lawyer. She's trouble. Stay away from her. Oh, yeah, that's right. But she also says that she lives in the same neighborhood. Yeah, and that's why I was like, oh, they... I, well, and I also figured they were even at least friends. Like, that's... I assumed. I just... I just love her, like, walking into the house and taking off her jacket like she's been there and just, like, kind of joining the conversation even though it's like... The dude said he didn't like you at the airport and you're just showing up at his house, like... That doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't like her, though. No, He's just saying she's trouble, like... Like, I know what she does because she's a... uh, No, wasn't she... Oh, no, no, the the other girl was the reporter. Yeah. I was gonna say, wasn't she a reporter? Because she's, like, trying to write a book or something oh is that what it was yeah she is a reporter but she's like trying to write a book an expose she just yeah she i just knew she said it's my big story yeah um when when wang sends jack undercover into the like brothel dude dude that, that scene, scene is so, so funny fucking, oh my god it's i was so good. dying like the way he plays that character is so goofy he's like <laughs> He's, like, trying to play it straight, but, I mean, it's Kurt Russell playing this goofy character. Dude, it was good, though. It was so funny. It. Um, no, it was hilarious. It's just so good. And his disguise is so good. He's got these fat, thick rim black glasses on. Yeah. His hair's all combed over. And, yeah. like, all that suit is hideous that he has. It's, like, screams the 70s with his movies in the 80s. So yeah. it's, like, no, it doesn't even work then. Um, and around this time is when I started to notice, like, the score in this movie. And it's, like, that super, like, arpeggiated low synth that starts to pump Dude, it's in. it's really good. Aw, uh, this movie... The intro, like, song that was in it was really cool. This might be one of my favorite John Carpenter, like, scores. Because it is so, like, just, like, pumping and thriving through the movie. And it kind of yeah. keeps you, like, driven with it. That's why you should be, like, fucking listening to Muse. Because they do yeah. that shit. I know. I, dude, I listen to Muse as long as I've been listening to I Muse. You listen to Got their fucking music. Like, listen to all their shit. It's all really good. Um... When the brothel starts to be kind of taken over by thunder, lightning, and rain, when it, like, starts shaking... Yeah. Dude, it looks like... I was like, okay, pretty believable shakes, and then it cuts to the girl, to Yao Yin, t- yeah. uh, tied to the bed, and the bed's like... I was like, oh my god! Like, the bed's clearly on some sort of crane just shaking. Oh, my god, She's, like, holding on for dear life. It was pretty brutal. We didn't have to tie her down. She was holding on, like, hard as fuck. Like, with her toes, too. Um, ah. <laughs> so, uh, TRL, that's, that's Thunder, Rain, and Lightning for everybody out there. Nice, TRL come back and kidnap, uh, Yao Yin. Uh, which, this was kind of confusing for me. So, like, she got kidnapped by a gang to be forced into prostitution. No, she was, it was to marry Lopan and pass the test so that he can gain flesh. But then why do they, like tear the brothel apart to go steal her if she was already being kidnapped for Lopan. Because I was confused. Oh, you know what? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so that well, that's the thing. It, Gracie Law, she she's there for that one girl, right? And then she, when she explains why she was there, she's like, I was there for her civil rights. And so I think it, the whole thing is about these dudes grabbing these like Asian girls and shipping them off. And I don't know if it necessarily meant to mm. Lopan. It was just kind of exploring that, like real life thing interesting and then maybe like into the movie John Carpenter was like oh duh that's what I should have fucking done and then like they made it or I don't know but no it was pretty interesting I I was just kind of confused by that because I was like well where is this going 
Oh, uh, so even after this scene, like, Jack still thinks everything's, like, fake. Yeah. And I was like, damn, dude, you've been through so much shit, and you're still, You saw like, that dude, like, fucking lightening up and Yeah, shit. I was like, how the fuck is this fake? Like, how could it be fake? Yeah. You know? Um, I'll tell you how it's fake, because that lightning was done in post-production. No, I'm just kidding. It, uh, it, it does look really good in this movie. I, it I was it like, is a little bit too much on him, though, because it's, like, I flashing agree. on his eyes and stuff, and it's, like, it starts to just kind of get, like, too bright and blurry to where it's, like, you can't even, like, really see what's going on anymore. You just see the lightning, so it's, like, well, what's the point if I can't see what it's, like, doing around his face? No, I agree. And, and there's even, like, um, there's even times where it's, like, it's too much of an overlay rather than being, like, a part of the scene. Yeah. Like, it, it interacted with. And, and I agree with that, you know, but for for the time and for what they were doing, I don't hate it. I think it works. Like, and a lot of it is quick enough that it's not... They don't dwell on a lot of it too much. Sure, yeah. Um. So, when... When Wang doesn't cut the bottle in half, he makes a reference to his uh, mind and... What does he say? He says, his mind and spirit, my mind is north, my spirit is south. But then after uh, Yao Yin is kidnapped by Lo Pan, he says, my mind and spirit are as one. And because he's ready to like go get him back. And I love that Jack's next line, he says, as two, I said I'm coming with. And I was like, that's so funny because he like doesn't get it. Like, yeah. it just adds more to Jack not quite understanding the culture or what is being said. And now he's just kind of... <laughs> The bumbling fool. Yeah. And I, like, love it, though. He, like, plays it so well, because even as a bumbling fool, you still love him. Yeah. And I also, I, like, really like the balance of positive and negative energy as a plot point in a, like, John Carpenter movie. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, I mean, a lot of his movies, well, I mean, you know. I mean, well, the, he's, the he's best known is, for horror. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, like, it's straight horror. Just, yeah, that you don't, you don't have that. And this is, like, a... This is, like, uh, what I would, like, consider, like, a true hero tale, even though, like, well, what you need to realize is that Jack isn't the hero. Right. But he still, like, played off as one. It's sort of a, um... But it's still that hero kind of, like, uh, sort of fairy tale fantasy type deal. Right. Or whatever. It's sort of like an unreliable narrator type story. Yeah. Where the narrator is, like, making you feel like Jack's the hero, but, like, in all reality, it's kind of a different movie. Because Wang is really the hero of this movie. Right. You and, know. Yeah. And I'm just talking about, like, in the sense that, like, uh, like, like the, the main character, like, kind of prevails kind of th- right. thing. And uh, kind of, like, Predator. I mean, you would say Arnold Schwarzenegger's the lead, the main yeah. character, right? Yeah. Dutch. No, the Predator is. It's the titular Predator. I'm just kidding. Yes, Duchess. No, I mean, because John Claude yeah, Van Damme but... is actually the main character in the Predator. Well, only for like actually technically not it's even. Not. He's not it's in any of the movies. Some other dude. Yeah. Because he couldn't do it. Right. And they have that stupid red suit. Yeah. I hate that we're talking about the Predator right now. We're talking about Predator. Excuse not me. The predator. Excuse me. Yeah. Excused. Um. God. Anyways, <laughs> I I have I'm just I have the. The Steelbook, three movie collection for Predator, Predator Two, and the Predator. Fuck yeah! Or Predators. Predators. Rather. Uh, it's I, I love I Predators, dude. A lot of people don't, but I, don't, I think it's so good. I don't own it. It's in a um, it's in a, a buy list on my Amazon account. Oh, <laughs> That's why okay. I was kind of like laughing. Though. I was like, God, Predator. Like it's I just it, it came up a couple times in the last couple of days. Nice. Um, when uh when. Wang and Jack, like, break back in, and then they get into the elevator. Okay, they're, first of all, their, like, excuse to go back in is hilarious. We're like, oh, we're gonna fix the lines, and he has a fucking landline phone with him, as though he's, like, <laughs> I was like, well, that's a way to disguise yourself, I suppose. Dude, um, I love that whole bit, though. That no, was so I did, great. too. I thought it was great. Um, they get into the elevator, and then it starts filling with the salt water, and, like, dude, that is pretty scary. Like, that concept of, like, being in an el- a really small space like that, and it just filling up with water is, like, pretty terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, when the fucking door opens, there's just, like, bodies everywhere in the water, and it was, those were, like, gross-looking. I feel like I blacked out or something during this part. Did you green out? <laughs> Possibly, but, like, I, I kind of don't know what you're talking about. So it looks like the effects in this movie were done by a man named Richard Edlund, who he did work on Raiders of the Lost Ark, Poltergeist, Return of the Jedi, Fire Hard... Dude. He's, so he's done some cool shit. Fuck. Um, now, 
We do also get to see the um, Thunder, Rain, and Lightning, TRL. We yep. get to see them outside of their, like, costume, or, like, uniform. What would you call it? Their costumes? A attire? That because they're just outfit? wearing the suits. They're just wearing suits. Um, oh, when they're wearing the suits? Yeah. Well, when they're not in their, like, battle uniforms. Okay, well, I yeah, they're just suits. I mean, they're... Yeah. It's like they're alias. Right, which I love them in the suits. They look badass. Like, yeah! I, I, there is something to me about the aesthetic of the Yakuza. And I know that's not what this is, but it's the, the whole, like, Asian... Professional-looking Asian men in suits that look like they're gonna fuck your day up if you cross them wrong. Yeah. There is something about that aesthetic to me that I just fucking love. Like... Because it's just so, like, hard and, like, respectful at the same time that I'm like, ooh, dude, these guys can fuck your day up. But at the same time, like, I also am aware that the Yakuza does good stuff for the community. So, like, I don't have a lot of hate for them. Do they? They're kind of like the the Italian mob. They do some fucked up shit, but they also take care of their community. That's how they stay alive. Please or, don't whack me off. Please. Please, I, please whack please me off. Please don't whack me off. Please, <laughs> please don't. Please suck me out. Uh, Jesus. But you mean what? rub you out? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so one of the... I don't remember which one it is. Um, and it may even be lightning. But he has like a ponytail and these like sideburns. That's rain. Okay, it is rain. I was fucking... it sideburns? I thought it was just his hair cascading over. <laughs> no, this dude had some sideburns. And then this fat ass ponytail. Yeah, that was rain because uh, lightning had like kind of spikier hair. Okay. That was like kind of like fluffed back a little bit so rain is dude his hair in this is amazing first of all yeah i like for loved real, it apparently the actor that played in this movie his favorite part of the movie was having the hair really? because it was a prosthetic it wasn't oh. real hair and it took three hours to put on and he loved it he loved it it was his favorite part of this movie <laughs> it was having my that favorite part is my big fat hair i think it was just because uh, it was so like crazy this crazy yeah. identifying marker for this character but i he loved it sick. i was like fuck dude this guy looks resp- i want to see like i don't More know interaction with he them? just reminded me of like they're kind of just these goons that just muscle around exactly i kind of wish they were more than that they kind of remind me of cowboy bebop for some reason it's just that aesthetic okay. it's just that aesthetic sure you okay. know what it is and and like how they look like they're gonna fuck your day also there's some scenes where they're interrogating like right after they get caught they're like beating the shit out of Jack and I think that that kind of adds to it they're like sure. tough guys these tough Asian well, guys well and they're like suits. gods too so yeah. like anything he does to him doesn't really do anything well and he and, punches the dude in the face like two or three times and the guy just like looks right. at him and th- is Thunder the one... So Thunder is the one that, like, blows up. <laughs> yeah, okay. dude, that... Oh, dude, that scene is so fucking crazy. Because they, they allude to like, it, like, twice in the movie where he, like, starts to expand and it yeah. becomes a problem. Like, uh... But, Jack's, like, like holding him and he happens. expands and it, like, pushes him off. And, yeah, but you don't really see what's happening. And then at the end when he sees Lopan has died, he fucking, like, blows up like a balloon. Yeah. Which I thought was super cool. Also... Remember that scene, but didn't understand how it fit into the movie at all. Remember That's what, what how I, I felt like, the oh, okay. last time I watched it because I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I just uh, out of nowhere saw him going like, "Yeah," and like looking crazy, and then I was like, "What s? Like, where did this come from?" Right, and I couldn't understand it, and it's because I was like fucking greening out during watching the movie, <laughs> and that was the first time I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, okay," because I was paying attention to it this time. Um. <laughs> Believe it or not, even though I don't like pay attention to fucking a bunch of parts, apparently. Well, whatever. Um, we were, we kind of talked about this, but the low pan is an old man look uh, when he comes in the wheelchair, and mm. um, almost more terrifying than the like sorcerer low pan. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And I w- I would love it if like um, low pan when he's like old. Um, I love how he is. I wish he was a little more aggressive. In the sense that, like, Emperor Palpatine's aggressive. Oh, sure. And kind of seen more of that. But, like, I mean... Well, he has an aggressive nature to him. Like Sure. And, like, and it's uh, and it's an old movie, and, right. and the budget was kind of low, too. Yeah, and, Star Wars is pretty new. It, <laughs> to be fair, uh, the Emperor wasn't actually in the old movies until okay. Return of the Jedi. But I also think that, like, uh, it would be cooler if, like, Lopan was a little more aggressive, too. Like, I don't I know, like, a little more, like, gritty and, like kind of sh- shouty at points like getting to the point where he's like getting super pissed but then maybe like reels back I just to kind of show that ferocity you know what I mean yeah I completely agree with that ferocity I not just... ferocity I think that it's 
ultimately kind of James Hong. Because he's not, like, a very scary actor. He's kind of a comedic actor. Well, and... Sure. I um, mean... But I agree with you. I do think that he should have been, like, a more aggressive old man. Because the idea is, like, this old man is kind of evil. He's fucking with the Dark Arts, and he prays to, like, an evil version of fucking Buddha. Yeah. Like, so, like, he should kind of be more aggressive and dark. Um... But yeah, I, I kind of agree. I do. I part of me does think it, it mostly was just James Hong. It's but just at the same acting. time, they were like, you know, obviously that's what John Carpenter wanted because right. I don't think he would have let it go. Other, well, I don't know. Didn't they like waste time or something on it? Or I don't know. Well, I thought you said something like that. So that's the thing is like the production company did like kind of like f- fuck this movie up. So was that was that like post filming though? No, during they okay. kept like having him like add stuff and change stuff while they were filming it. So Lo, we find out that Lo Panda needs a girl with green eyes. I kind of already said that earlier, but the whole thing is that he's going to offer to his god, offer her to his god for a young body again, mm-hmm. which I think is a pretty cool concept. Although I kind of hate that it's not like a young immortal body. Yeah, because I was like, wouldn't that make more sense? Like. I get it. So, and that's something I thought would, would have been kind of cool, too. So, I uh, I totally agree. And uh, it would have been almost cooler if maybe they had different actors. So, it was, like, a younger low pan and, like, maybe a beefier dude, too. I agree with that. Because and then he's... James Hong plays, like, the old one that seems crippled. But that's where, like, I want that ferocity to come out, too. I agree. And, Keep and saying it's, that. And it's funny because, like, even the um, James Hong's, like, younger, or, like, we'll say the, the sorcerer Lopan, he's not, like, that young. James Hong was still kind right. of, like, pretty old in the 80s. He was, like, at least, like, probably. He was in his what, 50s. Even. I was going to say 40s, but. Because yeah. he's, like, he's got to be, like, in his 80s now. 70s, 80s. Yeah, he's pretty old now. And, I mean, I know that he's still active. Like, I'm not, you yeah. know, I'm not shitting on the guy. I think he's a great actor. I think that what he does no, he's now. he's hilarious. I think what he does Balls now. Balls of Fury, dude. I love that movie. <laughs> I think what he does now, as far as voice, voice acting and stuff, voice acting and stuff, um, is actually a little more, like, fitting for his, uh, like, style. Because he does, like, he's in the Kung Fu Panda movies and stuff. And, yeah. And he has kind of a great voice for that. And so I, I'm not, I'm not talking well, negatively on him. I, I think just... he also like puts actually a, a ton of effort into his acting. Like, I think he like knows like when he's being funny and shit. You know? Oh, like, absolutely. Like he he knows how to really play on his like voice and accent, but like at the same time, like he doesn't trip up on his words a lot. Like he speaks no. like perfect English. I guess, but he I... has just this great like like that voice. I guess you know? it's kind of interesting because it's like I love him and I, I love him in this movie, but I almost would have liked to have seen what they would have done with someone else. Sure, yeah. You know? Um, I do, uh, I do love the, um, the, like, old man David Lopan puppet that glows when he transforms into the sorcerer. Uh-huh. That scene, uh, was so dope looking because <coughs> they did, like, a pretty realistic model, like, puppet of him that, like, is moving around and stuff that I was like, damn, this looks pretty fucking good for, like, yeah. 1980, what, six, this movie is? I think so. Yeah. God, dude, we were living in 86 with our movies. Dude, um, it was a fucking time. It, honestly, like, I'm glad I wasn't trying to put movies out in 86 because I would have been like, fuck this, dude. Like, these are but all the movies. At like, the same time, remember, this movie didn't do very well. That's true. Um, so think about that. Honestly, it's so maybe we would have just like sucked shit. You know what was true though is we probably would have gotten a budget (laughs) because everybody got a fucking budget back then. Uh, It's all about selling them on the movie. That's really it. What did you think about the little like wheelchair bit where Jack almost falls down the well? (laughs) Like it's Uh, funny, but I was like, this is kind of like unnecessary. Yeah, it almost was like, okay, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Although I was like, damn. It was funny to me because I was like, damn, he's got some fucking crazy core strength. Because he's later, like pressing down. Totally. Essentially. But then later he's fucking like shimmying around hanging by the bar thing and he like shimmies all the way around the whole area. And so I was like, oh fuck, dude, he has to have some crazy core strength because I like, I would have <laughs> fallen off immediately. Yeah, that's true. It was Kurt Russell, by the way. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Kurt um, Russell, the man of muscles. Um... <laughs> there's a scene where Wang like peeks around a corner and he says 
come on, it's clear. And then immediately gets attacked yeah, by yeah. a goon. I thought that was so fucking good. Um, well, see, and that's the thing is I felt like the whole time he knew everything was going to happen and so he was purposely leading him into everything for him to experience this. That's what, like, was... That's how I felt about it. I was like, okay, he, he like, obviously knows what's going on and, and that's why he's like, eh, it's kind of like this. Like, and wouldn't really explain it. That's interesting. Because he... And I feel like part of it's like he's like it's it's a whole concept of you wouldn't believe me anyway. Interesting. I don't know. I think that's interesting. I I guess I always saw it from the perspective of like he understands what's happening. He's a terrible actor. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually I <laughs> no, I like him. The only scenes I don't like of him in the movie are when he's in the truck with Jack and they're kind of having their <laughs> conversations because he just seems like so forced. But the rest of the movie I really liked it, him. Well, it might have been maybe kind it was forced. exactly. It's it, probably too hard to be in the moment. In a truck not actually going anywhere. Probably. And, you know, I'm not, like, I'm not hating on him too much for it. It was just something I wasn't a big fan of. Um, but he is, like, a pretty good actor, act, like, through the movie after that. Yeah. Like, he's convincing, and I, I like that. I always thought from the perspective of, like, he knows what's going on, but he he feels sort of, like, small in it. So he's like, I don't know, dude. These guys are way more powerful. Yeah, he than does, I am, and so. that's. I think that's kind of part of the magic of it too. Is like he doesn't realize he's the hero, right? And that's why he thinks Jack is, but it's really him. But it's that's so interesting. It's that humble brag, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Hashtag hum, humble brag. It, it kind of you know it kind of reminds me of the dynamic between uh, Kato and the Green Hornet. Yeah. Where Kato's really the hero. Like I hate to say it, but like he's the one that's doing all the work. Let's well, yeah. You know, and they. I mean, they even really address it with. The, in the remake? Yeah, the mixed reviewed remake. I um, really didn't like that movie. I, I didn't mind that movie. I know, you liked it. Um, I don't think I've actually seen it all the way through, but I also like have had no interest. Dude, Christoph Waltz is the fucking villain, and he has a double-barrel pistol that, nice. he, that he fucking shoots. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? But That's like, awesome. At the same time, when that's your open, opening to the movie, I was like, oh, I know exactly what I'm getting into right now. Yeah. Um... Uh, so when when Wang, Eddie, and Kurt like finally rescue the girls or like the majority of the girls the first time I did not understand why Wang and Eddie were like fighting the goons when Jack like uses his gun to shoot the locks I was like why didn't you just fucking shoot the bad guy like what the hell that scene also looked terrible too well I think part of that was so was that before he was like trying to shoot people before that because well before that the gun jammed and then he shot the one guy (laughs) yeah Yeah. and so I don't know I kind of think that's part of it too is like you know he wasn't really a good shot so he's like maybe just trying to get out of there but you know that couldn't be me just trying to find a reason yeah I don't know I don't know probably Um, not the case it probably was just like bad when the um, <laughs> when they all like finally escape and they jump into the water, uh, I think it's lightning has them all like shooting into the water. Are you shooting or, lightning into the water? No, he, they all have guns, like all the guns. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, shooting into a water doesn't do anything. The bullet just drops. I mean, if they were like right under the surface, it'd probably still hurt them, right? Really? As soon it's, as it hits the water? It's pretty immediate. It's, like, within the first, like, couple inches. Huh. Um, which, I'm not, like, that's not a jab at the movie. Just interesting little fact for you. If someone's shooting at you, go underwater. It becomes ineffective. Huh. Um, well, then why the fucking GTA, if I if they see me in the water and they I shoot, know. I, I fucking die? Because GTA is out to get you as a player. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, you die from, like, drowning. So it's, like... That's true. Because um, it wouldn't be that fun, I guess. You want to see yourself get fucking blown to bits for doing bad shit. Um, so when they, they finally do get all the girls out, um, except for Gracie, of fucking course, she gets kidnapped by, like, the hairy violator-looking thing. Did you think <laughs> that this thing kind of looked like a violator from Spawn in the mm, face? No. It had this, like, elongated, gross face where it was like... I thought it looked like a mix of Bluto from, uh, the... Uh, the... Oh, shit. From Popeye? No, no, no. <laughs> no uh, Labyrinth. Oh, oh, oh. Bluto from Labyrinth and ha- Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. I definitely could see that. It was like Harry. a mix of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, like, more scary. The guys end up getting all the girls out except for fucking Gracie because she gets kidnapped, and then Yao Yen because she was hidden down. Uh, so then Egg Shen, like, brings in the fucking the cavalry to come help. 
And then they go into like um, underneath Chinatown, which yeah. is where we get like we talked. We kind of talked about that earlier. And the there's spider like scene or that, dude, this like spider monster, this fucking huge I it spider was a monster. I Maybe could be I saw wrong. It wrong. We'll watch it again with this because I want to see what it is. I want to like get a better look at it because it happens pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, what is happening now? Like, this movie's getting crazy. Of course, and it doesn't get touched on again. It doesn't. But I kind of love that. I love that this world is, like, huge, and they're just, he's yeah. giving you enough to be like, look, there's a lot going on, and a lot of it is just shit that just exists, and, like, he's trying to show you that, like, this is more than we understand. Yeah. You it's know? cool. It, it, like, transports you, and maybe that kind of goes with what he says. He's like, oh, China is always with me. Yeah. You know? I, I, I don't know. There's just something about this movie that's so fucking cool. Like, I'm glad he doesn't dwell on that stuff. I love that he makes, like... He brings sorcery in, but then goes like, yeah, but it's not, like, going to be easy to understand, and I'm not even going to explain it to you. Here's yeah. just what it is. You're just thrust into it. And that's why I kind of said, like, Jack kind of is the audience in this movie. Yeah. He's kind of like, what the fuck? And even he's like, this looks like a movie. Like, you know, that's why I like this movie in that sense. Yeah. Um, we get this cool burning blades ritual. This is kind of what I was referring this was to. This sick. This is kind of what I was referring to earlier, though, when I said that it felt like John Carpenter trying to understand Eastern religion and kind of portray it, and how it kind of doesn't feel quite real, but it's still cool to watch. I'm not shitting on the scenes at all. I actually really liked it. It just felt to me sort of like, if I were watching an uh, like Asian samurai movie or something, these scenes would be a little different, maybe a little more stylistic. That's all. Um, well, however, I did like the burning blade scene, and I loved the girls like holding on to them yeah. and like floating up into the air. I thought yeah. that was so cool. Um, which I guess we should kind of address this because we haven't said it, but Lopan kind of decides that he's going to marry both of the girls. Yeah, two and sacrifice girls. one. Yeah, and keep the other as his bride. Yeah, why um, not, dude? Which have your cake and eat it too. Which is so funny or because it, it's like. It's sort of like John Carpenter's way of being like, well, I gotta have a reason for Jack to, like, be driven back for this female character uh, to save her. But then at the same time, he's like, eh, but not really, because he doesn't really, like, he's still a lone wolf. He's just trying to help out. Like, I I just love that. It it felt like it was added in because having one girl to save wasn't enough. But then at the same time, it doesn't turn into a love interest. I kind of love that. Like... That's where it normally would. Uh, okay. He okay. just he's diverting enough that I feel like it's cool. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know what I don't think is interesting though is a dude taking a bite of a full fucking raw fish's head. Yeah, that was interesting. I was like, why was is that this even this? real though? It looked like it was some sort like, of like fruit or something. Like IRL, like, like with a prop. Yeah. I don't think it was a real fish in real life. No. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, I hope, fucking hope not. It was but it disgusting. Was, yeah, but it was a weird scene, too, because he's just like... Yeah, but I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. He's just like... <laughs> but I was just like, oh, what up? You want some of this fish, bro? Like... <laughs> it's something. Um, what I will say, though, about that whole uh, Burning Blade scene, I, I I understand where you're coming from with that, but at the same time, I kind of think that was just John Carpenter going like, okay, well, this is going to be my version of that. No, absolutely, and that's what I mean. Is He's it like, just feels well, I like... gotta do something original, right? What's, like, kind of cool, like, in that nature. Oh, you know, well... Just, I did think you can the just feel that needle it's a stabbing thing. thing was weird, though. Like, where he's trying to jam a needle in her fucking arm. Like, Yeah, and it's like a about? fucking giant crochet needle. It's like, if you're just trying to make her bleed, just, like, cut her or something, I guess. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird, too. But, at the same time, you know, I don't know. Um, I thought, which I thought their hands were going to start bleeding when they grabbed the blade. I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be gross. But then they don't. Yeah. Which, because I thought it was going that direction, too. That would have made more sense with the whole blooding, blooding thing. The blooding? (laughs) Well, I gotta go blood. Oh, I'm blooding, dude. Take me to the doctor. I'm fucking blooding. Um, the actual, like, Lopan's actual wedding ceremony, it actually looks pretty wild. Like, the lights that are up and, like, the set. I just mean the way the set was, like, dressed up, it looked pretty fucking wild. Uh, yeah. And then they have like this. Everybody. Was the statue supposed to be like an evil, like Buddha? I don't know. <laughs> but it had like six arms. <laughs> it was cool. It was pretty interesting. Um, Akuma. And then we we get to see another one of the cool guardians is the eyeball gu- or creatures rather is the eyeball guardian. Um, is that what it's like credited as? No, because that's like he an actual calls it thing. a guardian, but I didn't. Oh, yeah, he doesn't call it what it is, but that's, like, a thing. Interesting. Well, what I was going to say is I love this scene because it's, um, it's like, following them around, and then 
uh, Lopane uses it to communicate with them and let them know, like, oh, I know where you are. I can see. He what can it see sees. through it, and yeah. yeah, he talks to it, which it was weird because it seemed like at first, or at least in that part, the mouth was had an eyeball as well. Yeah, it did. But then later, it has like a normal mouth, and it's like, Aah! or something like um, that. I don't remember. But I, I actually, what I love about that is, uh, like during the whole like thing, Lopan's talking to them, and Jack just fucking shoots it. And I was like, I love that. Like he's like, oh god, <laughs> like just shoots at it. Yeah. I was like, that's what I would fucking do with this crazy monster eyeball thing. Was god just shoot it? I have a gun in my hand. Oh, it's called a beholder. Oh. At least in Dungeons and Dragons. I like how he let it finish the communication and then shot it though. Like that's such a movie thing. 1974 for Dungeons and Dragons. By Boom! Way. Um, they ripped him off. Yeah, like a whole 12 years before this movie. Yeah. Which, still well, assuming this card was made by then, or character was made by then. Um, I think it's really based off like Greek mythology. I know, though. I know, I know. I'm, I'm being a, a nitpicky little bitch right now is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just love... I like, like stuff like that, too. I love the creative ways he is able... To, uh, John Carpenter was able to, like, kind of put this character into a predicament where he's not able to really take part in what's happening. Yeah. Because he is, like, our main character, but then at the same time, it's like, he's kind of just there. Uh, yeah. You know, exactly. he's and witnessing shit. I like... Yeah, I mean, I like that. That was kind of... The whole thing he was going with was that, like, he's not really giving it to him. Well, you know, he, he kind of gets stuck doing nothing. Well, and he, like, shoots the ceiling. And he's always like, what, what the fuck's going on? Like, he doesn't know what's going on. He, like, shoots the ceiling trying to be a badass when they, like, go into the <laughs> wedding and then rocks just And then rocks fall on him yeah. and, like, knock <laughs> him down. Okay. Exactly. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, why is he, like, trying to be such a badass and then, like, all this shit happens to him? And, um, well, that's why. Well, and then right after that, uh, like, when him and Gracie are, like, kind of put back together... She goes, do you have a gun, I hope? And he says, don't worry, I've got a knife. But, like, oh, God. <laughs> I love that. Um, which, I mean, yeah, dude, you're going against these, like, fucking weather gods. I would hope you have something to, like, attack them from a distance. I got a fucking knife. knife, bro. God damn. Fucking fight these gods to the death, bro. Um, which... With a knife! One of my other, like, favorite little, like, jokes in this movie is because he and Gracie, like, make out really quick and she gets like lipstick all over his mouth and stuff <laughs> and he like comes out and it's all his teeth and shit and he's like I thought that was so good like well that like confused me for a second because I thought he just like randomly got a bloody nose oh and I was like what the fuck I was like is this a really bad cut and then I was like oh and then after that she like wipes it off of him yeah well see that's why I thought it was funny because I was like yeah like that happens the hero will like kiss the girl in a movie but in this movie they play it super yeah. real he just got lipstick all over his face like on his teeth and shit I thought yeah. that was so good um and then, like, I'm going to give you kind of, like, maybe a controversial opinion on something, but I think that the way that Jack kills Lopan is kind of lame. Uh, <laughs> how does he do it again? So he throws the knife at him and misses. Yeah. And then Lopan picks the knife up and throws it back, but then Jack catches it immediately and throws it back, and it hits him right in the head. Yeah, it's kind of a kills cop him. out. I was like, oh, and then, yeah, and then he says... It's all in the reflexes. Yeah, because that's like his, his but I was like, tagline. Or I was like, I don't know. That was like so... I guess it just made me mad that they made Jack the like hero at the end. I was like, but why? Like, Wang did all the work. Well, maybe it was... Uh, maybe... the. I kind of feel like the whole thing is that it's a prophecy kind of thing. And it's Probably. the whole... It's the whole... It's like what was supposed to happen with like Anakin, where he does become the hero, where... In, you know, in Star yeah. Wars, uh, you know, sorry to, you know, uh, to Star Wars again, but, um, oh, spoiler. we forgot to say spoilers for this movie. Spoilers, guys! No, spoiler alert for Star Wars, guys. Anakin Skywalker turns into, he doesn't go down the green, the, the green, he doesn't go down the green route. I wish he had, he'd have been a lot cooler. No, he doesn't go down the good side. Yeah, maybe he wouldn't have killed those kids. He goes on the dark side. Uh, he probably still would have killed those kids. Um, right, because it's the sacrifice that you have to make for ultimate power. Absolutely. It's what makes a good villain. And also, blood makes the weed grow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that too. So, uh, this is where uh, Thunder blows up, like a balloon. Which I was bummed, because I was like, I was like, dude, is being a Ronin, like, that devastating? Like, you're a Ronin, you're fine. Like, there's three, the three Ronin. Dude, he... I wish I would have done more, like, thunder-esque stuff with them, too, other than just fucking exploding. Yeah. And then what happens to Rain? Uh, honestly, I don't really remember. I don't really 
Jack drops a, a, like a rock on Lightning's head and kills him. Dude, honestly, I don't remember this fight. Um, it's not really a fight. He's like following him up through like this entry thing, and Jack just drops a rock on his head and like makes him <laughs> fall back down. Um, I mean, <sighs> that's kind of that. I mean, um, they escape in his truck, which he was like so stoked to get back. Yeah. Which I love that he's like, I don't have the keys. It's underneath the. <gasps> And then, like, looks. I was like, oh, that was so funny. Like, Well, which was also kind of dumb, though, because I, it's I not know. like he was... Because it seemed like he was about to be like, my spare key's, like, at my fucking house. Well, I, I thought which it was... at the same time, well, why would it be? It's funny because it's kind of a, a throwback to the conversation with him and the insurance company earlier where they're like, well, don't you have your registration? And he's like, it's in the truck! Like, yeah. the whole thing is him just being like, it's in the truck. Um, and they're stopped at the red light, and, like, they're... That's where they're all, like, excited that everything's over or whatever because they've escaped. And then, uh, Kim Cattrall's character fucking kills me in this scene because she's sitting there like, yeah, you did it, great. And she's all excited, and then she's like, light's green, you can go. Like, out of yeah. nowhere, and I was just like, God, what a bitch. <laughs> like, Jesus. Uh, and, and Jack sees Egg egg out when he leaves. Good old Eggy. Um, which the I liked expert. that. I liked that part because it was him being like, "Oh, where are you going?" And that's where Egg says, "You know, yeah. China's with me. It goes to my heart." Um, also, immediately after all of this, Jack's back in his truck, talking on that radio, drinking a beer. Which <laughs> I was like, "Why yeah, are you driving, drinking a beer? Bring a road soda." Oh um, yeah, brother. And then we get kind of the spoil or the twist rather of like the hairy monster being underneath the truck or on the truck. Yeah. Which is odd. Why? I don't know. Were they planning on doing a sequel or something? I don't know. Honestly, I, because I... The funny thing about this... I feel like they didn't plan sequels like that back then. Well, they, they didn't really... And this movie was uh, originally written as a Western, so I mean, I don't know hmm. what they would have done with it. I feel that. like we've had this conversation before. Maybe. Did we've, we try to do this episode before? We've been talking about Westerns, so I don't know. I feel like we've had this same fucking conversation before exactly. about this movie. Deja too. vu. Yeah, something. <laughs> Deja vu. I'm feeling Deja real Russell. familiar right now. <clears throat> um, so, I mean, that is the movie. Give you guys a full rundown today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. Fuck. We kind of both already told you that we liked the movie, obviously. Yup. So. Loved it. What are we going to rate the movie today out of? I feel like I pick all the time. Yeah, I make you pick every one. Oh, oh, that's the, that's the <laughs> yeah. thing is that I pick every You time. do pick all the time. Uh, <laughs> we got to go with the like the eyeball guy. Okay. <laughs> the eyeball guardian? Yes. Okay. How many eyeball guardians do you give in this movie? I give it like four. Four eyeballs. And do you recommend it? Fuck and why? Yeah. Uh, I recommend it for sure. Because it's awesome. Pretty dope story. But I will say that it kind of like drags on in some parts and it might lose you. But if you just kind of like try to just focus on the movie, don't get distracted. Like it's a good movie and it's got some really interesting bits to it. So there's kind of like a lot of cool lore to it too. So um, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I would give this movie a three and a half. I would, I would Ooh. just a little under a four. I think that it's aged and it shows, and I not necessarily all in a bad way. I, like you said, I think there's some. Stuff I feel that like drags, but I, I feel the opposite though, because I feel like this movie holds up. But I do think this is one of the most original scripts that I've ever seen in a movie because it doesn't reveal itself uh, right away and kind of gives you an idea of what it is. Obviously, being directed by John Carpenter helps. Yeah, because. You subvert your expectations by thinking it's going to be something that he's already done, and it's not. Really. Oh, it's funny, though, too, because I was just like, I didn't realize, I totally forgot this was a John Carpenter movie until I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's why I fucking picked this movie, that he just wanted to do more John Carpenter shit, yeah. especially leading up to Halloween and shit. Well, it's we funny because, episode. well, and this is season two. Or trick or treat. <laughs> Inside baseball for y'all. Yeah, I'm giving this movie 3.5 out of 5 eyeball guardians. Mm. I, if you haven't seen this movie, I absolutely recommend everybody watch it at least once because you, 
well, if you've just listened to this and you haven't fucking watched it, then I'm sorry, because I just spoiled all the shit that you would have been excited to see. Yeah, but, you should probably uh, go back and not listen to this. But I would... <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend this, because it is so, like, fresh of an idea, and, like, the way it goes about executing things. Yeah, there's um, some cool shit in this movie. You know, it's not a perfect movie, but I don't think that there is one yet. A perfect movie. I mean, The Thing. <laughs> I guess, I mean, you know, when your first movie is, like, one of your first movies is, like, fucking perfect, it's hard to just keep riding on that. Was it his very, very first movie, though? No, hell yeah. Well, you know, I also found out that, um, he did an Elvis biopic. Hmm. Like, in the 70s, like, late 70s, and Kurt Russell plays Elvis in it. Nice. Which I was like, fuck, I might have to watch this, yeah. Yeah, I'd watch that. Um, you know, because, uh... What's that Graceland movie, that, like, robbery movie that had Kurt Russell playing a Elvis impersonator in it? I have no idea. 30,000 Miles to Graceland? I don't know. I think that's what it's called. Anyways, uh, if you know, let us know in the comments on our Instagram page, at WAWWTPOD! Boom. Plug. I need a new day job. Make sure to come back next week where we're going to be doing another movie review. I've been Sean. I'm Zach, I think. Peace, Peace bitches. bitches. <laughs> <laughs>